0: Hey, welcome back to You're Making Me Hungry. Uh, This episode is one featuring Paul Robertson. Dr. Robertson is an archivist, scholar, and recent doctoral graduate in Media, Art, and Text over at VCU. We had a lot of fun talking to him about um, Southern food culture and all of the different things that he eats. Uh, So make sure that you follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and Thanks. I would love, I wonder, I wish we lived somehow closer, had a way of recording um, some of the people that make tempeh in Gainesville, because of, and I love an oral retelling of there was a tempeh rift in the tempeh scene in Gainesville Florida many like many years ago where like some there was a guy who created a tempeh company and a guy who worked for him and like he taught him everything he knew with the expectation that like it was like you can do all this you can even use my recipes but but you have to like not live here and sell tempeh and he did not. So, like, everyone in the town was divided on which kind of tempeh do you use? Oh, my God. What restaurant? Like, and, like, it would be, they supplied restaurants, too, so it was, like, what kind of tempeh is this? I can't remember the two men's names, but I wonder if they're both still in operation. That would be fun to find them uh, see. Did you, did you ever try both of them? I felt like they were both, I mean, it's tempeh. I'm never going to get excited. I, as a yeah. person, will never get excited. They both tasted fine. <laughs> but other people had very strong opinions. I feel like tempeh is a thing that you like, Paul. That you would be like... I mean, I don't,
1: like... Into salivate it. Salivate when you talk about <laughs> it, but, like, yeah. I, I
0: but like you tempeh. eat a lot of, like, vegeta- like good-tasting, vegetarian-based meals. A lot. That's what I think do. of. Yeah, yeah.
1: With you and... Are you vegetarian? Mm, no. <laughs> just... Um, picky when it comes to meat maybe that's the best way to like I really actually I've gotten to where I don't like chicken anymore like I don't really Really? yeah just I don't know what uh what's
2: like a typical meal for you like what what do you eat for dinner
1: usually um it depends uh let's see what did I make most recently I do a lot of like huevos like I'll do cornbread I'll make like cornbread and put some black beans on it and um kind of do that up um guacamole all that stuff um Sims, my wife she makes a bunch of stuff like linguine dishes and she really likes to cook like she goes nice. like full full into it but it's painful because like you know she comes home from work and she'll spend like literally two hours making this really fancy meal and i'm just like babe <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i see um I see it on Twitter a lot. When she'll, she'll tweet, she'll be like, yeah, dinner's ready. And it's like this beautiful picture. But she's like, dinner's ready. It's ten fifteen p.m. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because, like, she makes, like, it seems like she makes, like, every single thing from scratch. And everything is, like, perfect. And it's like, I don't know. I've eaten her cooking many times now. And it's all, like, always so oh, she's good. awesome she's it. She's oh, amazing. But
1: she's so critical. She's like, she's like I don't know. I've, like, Maddie eaten perfect. everything and licked the bowl. And I she's like,
0: mmm.
1: Yeah, i only yeah. eaten half of hers, and she's like, I don't know, I should have. I, like, would
0: like, get excited when she'd be like, I have this new cookbook. And, like, because she had one cookbook that was, like, elaborate pies, and I was like, yes, they will be pies. There'll be pies eventually, and they'll be amazing. Yeah.
1: She makes this apple pie, and she has literally not done it in years, and I don't know why, because it doesn't take any longer than anything else. She doesn't like, please make that pie, please make that pie, <laughs> because it's so...
2: <laughs>
1: you said it's an apple pie. It's a, yeah, Hudson Hudson Valley apple pie. Oh, uh, it's really messy to make because I've helped her. It's like you gotta like put the cut up apples or cut the apples and put them in this bowl with like all this like brown sugar and stuff and like make this big mess and it's so good
0: though. I've made pies exactly one time, and it had it was with lots of instruction, and I still managed to. I was like just first like became friends with my friend Amanda. And her whole family's Mormon, so they can all bake, because apparently that's a Mormon thing. And and they're, like, Southern, so they, like, know all these things. So we made, like, instead of just, like, making, like, one thing of pies, we made, like, you know, apple pie. And and I think there was, like, a blueberry pie and some sort of, like, other, like, maybe a rhubarb strawberry pie, something Mm -hmm. like that. But I immediately, like, somehow, like, was slicing apples and, like, cut my hand. But I was like so embarrassed because it was like the first time I was like hanging out with like this new friend that I thought was really cool. That I just like quietly like hid it that I was really like bleeding and just like kind of just kept going. And she was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "No, nothing." And like, I like I don't think she, it's still this day I don't think she knows. Was there like
2: blood everywhere?
0: No, but there might have gotten there might have been like some apple slices that I like because there was like, a couple of drops <laughs> of blood on them. <laughs> and I was like, it's fine. I'll just hide this. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Paul, I really wanted you to talk on our podcast, mostly because I know that we've talked about food a lot in general, um, but also your area of research, there's, like, intersections of food and also, like, childhood foods. Mm-hmm. So could you, like, tell... Um, people like what you've studied slash taught, and then maybe some food facts about that.
1: Mm, I don't know about facts, maybe but conjectures. Facts, <laughs> conjectures is
0: that even better.
1: Um, so a lot of my research is, uh, revolves around Appalachian identity, um, Appalachian identity constructions. And, um sort of how you get like the alt-country movement, how in recent years you have the southern war, southern gothic, literature, film, television shows, but a corollary to that, or developing along with it, is I'm sure you've noticed the farm-to-table restaurant movement yes. and the home southern cooking. Yes,
0: we have a lot of that here. We do, yeah.
1: we do, we do, and um, sort of like how you went from, I mean, the best- Analogy, I guess I can tell is when I was growing up, you had maybe you had these in Florida, but like, do you remember Po' Folks restaurant?
0: I don't know if we had those in Florida. Uh, we
1: tended to, to open in like um, venues that looked like they might have been a Denny's or like okay uh, old Waffle House, something like that. Okay, and uh, it was all about this really over the top southern atmosphere like the 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 menu was all in like i dialect
0: oh really it was all
1: like corn biscuits and you know uh chicken fried steak all these just horrible fat (laughs) (laughs) southern foods and then like you actually all the the tableware was mismatched you know like you had like broken plates and then like all the drinks came in mason jars all this cutlery was mismatched, and your the serving staff wore like gingham and overalls, and um. But it was like you know, research has shown that the people that patronized that were
0: fancy.
1: No, actually no. the opposite. Oh, right. they like were they, southern. They, they knew that. Yeah, they were working
0: class. Oh, that's interesting.
1: And so you go from that to the same. You know, and that's like Dukes of Hazard era, Dukes yeah. of Hazard television era, and so nowadays you have these like. Fancy, expensive ass farm-to-table restaurants that are like, yeah, like
2: you know. The, I was just reading their menu and listening to you, and it's like they kind of like started that movement.
0: That's interesting. Like. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Because that made me think of. Um, I remember there's a moment, and I think it's still like a thing. Definitely like New York City was having a few years ago having like a barbecue southern barbecue Mm -hmm. moment where it was just like and now we have this barbecue and they're like this is the best barbecue and like everyone it seemed like everyone from the south was like
1: ready to go freaking
0: way that this is the best and even like the pictures of the plate like someone would post like a picture of the plate and they'd be like what is that because that is not right but it was having like a a real i don't know moment of people were trying to go for that authenticity or something I even remember being in London like, God, that's probably like almost 10 years ago and being in Brixton Market and then like there's like, you know, food stalls and that kind of thing there. And one of the stalls was like, a mac and cheese stall and we had like a big American flag and people were like <laughs> really into it. They were like, this is like, cause it was like, cause that like Brixton market used to be like a rough area and now it's like hipster central. So like all the British hipsters were like, Oh, this is mac and cheese. This is so good. And I was like, this is weird that you guys have this big cauldron of mac and cheese. I'm like, I don't think anyone in America has ever done it like that. Like what is happening? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Now that you mention it, I don't think I ever saw mac and cheese in Britain. Maybe that was like a big, you know, I can get why they were freaked out. Like, oh my God.
0: Even like the way that we venerate the hamburger, I've noticed that the, um, like maybe not every British person, but my cousins, like when they would come visit, would become obsessed. Like my younger, like my, it's actually my cousin's child. She like became obsessed when she, when she visited, um, like, just America in general, and she was like, and it was like we were going on like a burger tour of America. We would have had burgers like everywhere. Um, but because now, I mean, now they have like Shake Shack over there too, and that kind of stuff. But like, how do they get it? a Shake Shack? And we still don't have one. I know, and the Shake Shack, I, I don't know if there's, there's probably more than one. The Shake Shack there is in the, is in like Covenant Gardens. Which is like a fancy shopping area too, so it's like it's like kind of cool to be in there and be like, oh, well, this is like a Shake Shack. Yeah, I would like one to come to Richmond, Shake Shack. Please call. So I
1: look at it as high end. I think I look like, at it as like,
0: like a fancy thing a little bit, even though it's like a fast casual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think people are going there, so they're like everyday meal type thing, as I would be. <laughs> yeah. So, did you grow
1: up eating the way that you eat now? Lord, no. Not <laughs> even close. Um, not even close. Um, I think you've heard me rant about this before. I hate, hate, hate home cooking. What is what is called or classified as home cooking, and my body just rejects it completely. And that's what I grew up eating. Um, just really what I consider fried bologna i was telling you about uh-huh. you know my mom would fry up bologna and like had to, you had to like cut a certain pattern like an x in the center of it so, so it doesn't yeah. explode and i remember even as a kid there was something that looked lewd about that and be like, <laughs> just like <laughs> that just looks that's wrong hilarious. um but what else they had boiled potatoes lima beans all of it just cooked to like lima bean. you're not missing it yeah, either.
0: Fine. I bet there'd be a way of making them. Tasty. There there
1: probably is, sure. You can yeah. but you cook everything in home cooking to where it's like a mush consistency. Yeah. And
2: it's just so rich and full of, I guess lard.
1: I, well, yeah, it's butter. either like fat lard or like salt, but that's it. There's yeah. no other flavors like outside of that that's not, it's not even a spectrum. It's but, no, um, so
0: now is home cooking also comprised of all the casseroles in the world? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, nasty
1: yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, um, green bean casseroles. I um, like a green bean <laughs> casserole. I'm a little ambivalent yeah. about meatloaf. Like, I think you can actually do meatloaf, okay? I've had it a couple times at, like, farm to table kind of yeah. places. And I'm like, this is passable. I um, liked,
0: I think I like a lot of meatloaf I've tried, actually. But I don't know if I've been over to people's houses a lot and eaten what, what they were doing. But. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I made a meatloaf. Yeah. I mean, like, I would make them for, like, specials at work, but I
2: haven't.
1: Because it's like ketchup and cornflakes, or this is what I remember being on the counter ketchup and cornflakes, and what else?
0: Dices. Like, yeah, I think people put, Do people put, That's like seems like a kind of thing where you put, like, a dried soup packet in it. Uh, yeah, right? Like, yeah, is that like a soup? thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like soup. seems like yeah. a thing where yeah. you'd be like, I don't know. I'm fascinated by that because I we, like have... never had those like soup packets at home, and I always was, was like, but you can make so many things out of them. And my mom was like, no, don't. We don't buy those. Um, but I was like, <laughs> I want to try and make some stuff. I've made a little bit of things. I like. I prefer the ranch. The dry ranch packets for seasoning things.
1: What but, would you use that for?
0: You can do chicken in a crock pot with it. Mm. You can do yeah. You can make well. You can make ranch, but you can also make like dip, like you know dips, and you can do all sorts of stuff with it. It's exciting. I've 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 done wings with them before. Those were good. Like in the oven.
2: Did you just
0: like toss the wings yeah. in? Like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to like not make. <laughs> although I like spicy wings, I wanted to make one that wasn't. And I just also just love ranch. Ranch is so American.
1: <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. Okay. It is, yeah. I can see
0: that.
2: Are there any foods like from growing up that you like crave today, or like it's a comfort food, or are you just like over all of it?
1: Um. So the only st- the only I like the desserts. Yeah. My my grandmother um, she is exceptional at just you mentioned richness. Like, they will put someone in a diabetic coma. Um, so, I do like that it's like she makes a red velvet cake that I Ooh. crave. Um, and I will eat it till I get sick. I don't care when I get an opportunity. Um, but no, all the savory stuff, I, I can't truck with that.
0: Yeah. Now, I once got into an argument. Like, there are people that claim that, like, red velvet cake is not really a real southern thing. This leads credence to the fact that it, it definitely is. Like
1: a thing. I'm aware of those. <laughs> have you heard this before have, too? Yeah, or that it's a um, it's a fancy food. Like it's for rich people. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that. And I don't. I'm like maybe, you know, maybe there's a red velvet cake platinum that I don't know about. <laughs> um, but I every church social mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, I mean, there's red ve- I mean, there's like a little Debbie. I don't even know what it's called in the little Debbie pantheon, but there's like a red velvet cake.
0: Yeah, that might be sharing. their cupcakes. Is that that might be their cu- the little Debbie cupcakes? There's a red velvet one, right? Um, or is that Hostess? Or Hostess? I mean, I yeah. Hostess. Because Hostess now has birthday cake flavored little cupcakes. They are quite delightful. <laughs> birthday cake flavored? <isn't laughs> yeah, it's like Funfetti. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but they can't uh, call it Funfetti because trademark. Trademark. <laughs> 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 that is that is cool. Um. So, you like the desserts. What is your stance on the moon pie?
1: Oh, you know how... <laughs> you've seen me in pictures. Um, I always end my classes with moon pies and RC colas when I teach southern any kind of southern-related course. Um, all of these VCU students from Northern Virginia are going to be exposed to moon pies and RC cola when we're done. Um, so, yes, I, I do love... I love Moon Pies. Um, I can't buy them because it's one of those things I will eat. It's like a whole box of them. Yeah, I just have to like... Yeah, I can't. So I look forward to the end of semester when I can buy it. I was like, oh, well, surely the students won't eat all of these. And so I end up with a couple boxes that I can...
0: I do donuts on the last day for the exact same reason. In that I'm such a fan of donuts in general. And I just like... I don't really think I get as much joy... Out of just buying one for myself occasionally, I like getting, like, the entire thing of them and all of the different kinds. And, like, and then always, you know, there are three or four left over, and I take them home, and I eat all of them in one day, and then
1: feel sick. Because <laughs> they'll get stale if you don't. Because they'll go bad. <laughs> they won't be as good. They're never They'll go bad.
0: Um... <laughs> Yeah, but that was that I did the first year I did that. I was surprised at how many students because I did donuts and coffee, and I was really surprised at how many students had never had coffee before because a lot of them were freshmen and they were like, I've never drank coffee before. This is an adult, I, yeah, like, Whoa. I was like, oh, this is interesting because I've drank like 17 of them today. Um,
2: how old were you when you like had your first cup of coffee?
0: I probably was their age. I was probably only 18. Oh, really? Yeah, I was probably like 18, 19, because I don't... Cause, but then I like to think back now, I feel like I'm just so much older than they are that I was like, it was like, really? And a lot of them too had, if they had coffee the first time I think I would gotten, someone had either given me a deal or like a break on it. So I would gotten really good, like a traveler, traveler size thing of like really good coffee. And they was like, they were like, what is this? We've, we've never had, like, I've never had coffee like this. It's like, so like, they're like, it, they were like, it's almost like savory. And I try to know like, you know what I mean? It kind of is like if you have black coffee that has like all of those like more I guess deeper notes. Yeah. I was I was like that's interesting because they're like yeah we've only ever had coffee at like the gas station which is fine. I love 7 Eleven mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah. Top it's, notch. It's good. I mean, yeah. Not top notch,
2: but it's still wishes. it's good. It's
0: good. Or like even I think that they were thinking more like the Dunkin' Donuts coffee, oh, which is yeah. also good. Yeah. I don't think there is bad coffee. I don't know. I think sometimes when it's real burned, well, it's like not yeah. very good. And some of the ones always taste really burned to me.
1: Hotel coffee's pretty bad. Yeah. I don't but
0: I also think some very fancy coffee, that I'm not going to say who, who makes it, um, sometimes tastes real burned, and then it makes me mad because I'm like, I should have just gone to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Is
2: it a local roaster?
0: Um, no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not who I thought it was.
0: Then. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I feel bad because it's like a hit or miss thing, so I don't want to call them out. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you allergic to any foods?
1: Am I allergic to any foods? Walnuts make my um, mouth and throat itch. I mean, I don't a so yes. full anaphylactic shot. That is shot, yeah, um, Walnuts. <laughs> just walnuts or any other kind of nuts? No, I think just walnuts. I can't really... Um, but yeah, they definitely give me um, itchy mouth. And actually apples do too, but it's, apples? it's not apples, it's the... I have horrible allergies, uh seasonal mm-hmm. allergies and I was I can eat apples if they're peeled. It's like oh, the pollen gets on the outside. Yeah. Of it. And I'm again, I'm fine. I can eat them and I'll just be like my mouth is itchy.
0: Now, um, is, is that do you notice if that's worse when it's seasonal allergy season? Cuz I've noticed if mm-hmm. I have a little a thing that bothers me, everything is so much worse if I'm already like having an issue with my seasonal allergies.
1: Pro- okay. i mean yeah i've legit yeah. had an allergy doctor tell me that yeah that, like yeah if you're already it, it snowballs or uh, yeah, yeah. That, it causes an avalanche um.
0: that's where i'm afraid of the anaphylaxis happening it's never happened to me before but Maybe. i'm like this will be it and i'll die like it'll be already allergy season and something will set me off which yeah. i don't know
2: Just good buy and happy then. always
0: have it on you yeah but then what if i can't stab it into my leg in time
1: it's a nice knowing you. Oh. I don't think people die I mean maybe it, this will be you kill over
0: people rib. definitely their whole like throat closes like up seconds. and they die yeah, yeah. and if
1: you're like, eating
2: alone and there's no one to like oh crap we gotta do something exactly
0: it almost happened to I know about this and I think it almost happened to Bethany Frankel on the Real Housewives of New York She's very allergic to fi- she's allergic to a thing that I'm meeting more and more people that have this allergy. But she's allergic specifically to fish, like finned fish. And I didn't know that that, that was an allergy that people have, but hers is bad and it's gotten worse, I guess, over her age. So she drank just like a little bit of miso soup, oh. not knowing that it had bonito flakes in it because like a lot of miso yeah. soup doesn't. Um and she said like within seconds her like throat was closing and she was like I don't feel well. And then her boyfriend was like, I'll go get you a Benadryl. And but by the time he came back to give her the Benadryl, she was like unconscious, on the floor, and like drooling. And he like managed, yeah, this is so scary to me. <laughs> that, that could just happen. And she, he managed, I guess, to like shut it down her throat and like, and call 911. And they did all the stuff to like save her life. But like, that's like, yeah, people like die. It's so scary. Maybe I'll go and buy an EpiPen. They're so expensive though. Are they? Yeah. They're, like, a lot of money. You have to replace them. You have to replace them, and they're not... And I I don't think I can go and buy one anyways. I think you need a doctor to, like, rate the prescription. But they're expensive because they have, like, a monopoly on them, too. Oh, because Yeah, because it's, like, a pharmaceutical. Yeah. But people need them. They're really expensive. Maybe I will get an Happy Pen. Yeah, that's my fear when it's, like, the spring. (laughs) But this is it. This is the one that kills me. Because I'm already on, like, two different allergy medicines Mm -hmm. now like every day probably forever okay so what foods we talked about like home cooking are there any other foods like maybe now that you hate
1: that I've come to hate since childhood yes um or that you just like never like yeah not really outside of like the home cooking spectrum I mean for real I will eat almost anything except that um not bringing you a tuna casserole yeah, please do not. Please, I, mean, I won't eat it. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any. I mean, like I'm thinking in my mind, you know, you, you ask me what I eat nowadays. It's like, for instance, I love Indian food. Like I won't yeah. eat Indian food till it's coming out my ears. I even have this thing where there's this excellent Indian restaurant in the town I'm from. I don't know how it ended up there. I don't know how it survives. But it it's actually the, it's one of the best I've ever eaten at. And that's including like visiting like England. And it's amazing. And so one of the things I'll do is I have to go home for a family meal event, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, whatever. I'll eat just to be, you have to, you have to eat some of it. And I'll go to that, you at know, the Indian place, of course, it's open 365 days a year. So I will go in and I'm like, I'm going to napalm this shit out of my body. Right? <laughs> like I have put this awful, disgusting stuff in me. It has to go. And so I just cover it with like the, you know, bring me the Indian hot bender and I'm like, tears are rolling down my eyes, sweats, you know. Um, but um, but I've had friends uh, from back home, you know, rednecky kind of dudes that I grew up with. And they've been game enough to, like, go with me to the Indian restaurant, and they get sick, or they, they would get sick, they would get physically ill. Um, oh, from man. eating, and I, like, one one poor dude, I was one of my best friends. He would try. He wanted. He was open to new things. He was like, I want to try. I want to like Indian food. Like I know that y'all go out and whatever. He couldn't do it. Every time he would try and try different things, it would make him sick. So I don't know He's if sick. it was some spice in it. Some I don't know how that works. He
0: just was like too white. He yeah. just like he just like rejected it. I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy, but, oh. but he tried. He tried.
0: Can we say where where your hometown is? Yeah, I mean,
1: I'm from, well, I'm from Hardy, Virginia, out in Mm -hmm. the boonies, but like... gravitate toward Roanoke in yes. Virginia. Okay. And this is Nawab in Roanoke, Virginia, which is... Is that exile. the
0: one I, when I went and visited and before I got dug, is that where we went?
1: We probably did. I yes. one that I, comes in. I can't remember specifically, but I'm pretty sure we probably took... I a, had
0: uh, like a chicken korma, like a cashew chicken korma or something like that. It was the best, one of the best chicken kormas I've ever had in my entire life. It was so good. Like I remember it very clearly because now this is like years ago. Yeah, it was
1: delicious. Yeah, they're, they're exceptional. Yeah. Um, Exceptional.
0: Yeah, I would want to go in there and like be like, please destroy me with all your food cause it's so, yeah, <laughs> it, it was good. It was good. Never. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Do
2: you like fast food? Do you eat a bunch of it?
1: Uh, depends on what we define as fast food. Like um,
0: drive through. Like it has to have a drive through. I feel like I've never seen you eat. No, it
1: before. I don't. Um, I grew up, That's something out, yeah, we grew up with Burger King and McDonald's, and I worked at Long John Silver's as a teenager, which will oh. cure you, I mean, if you work in fast food, that might have some, <laughs> and I was a cook, and, um, I mean, you crave that stuff, no doubt, mm-hmm. and, um, I'd eat it if I was, like, in the middle of Montana on the interstate or something, and it was hungry, and if it's that or, like, a, you know, blood sugar crash, I'm going to stop at McDonald's, but, um. I mean it just well, actually I should say I should qualify this. Um you know where I live now, down in Petersburg. Yes. And have you heard of Whataburger? Yes. And now there's two Whataburgers. There's like the Texas Oh, it's not the chain, Texas chain Whataburger. It's whether or not it has hyphens in it. There's, okay. There's Whataburger Run Together, and that's oh. the big one out in Texas. Yes. And then there's Whataburger down in the Tri Cities. No, I've and never heard of hyphen like hyphen A burger. And um there's like three or four of them. And it's fast food. I mean, it's it's. It reminds me of like food from drive-in theater when I was a kid. And Sims, my wife, you know, she rolls. Uh, it, she understands, but she's like, I, I also not, this is like, yeah. I, and I just crave it. I, and so <laughs> if I get an opera again, it's out by the Lowe's. So mm-hmm. if I have to go to Lowe's to pick up a bunch of stuff. I'm going to Whataburger, and I'm going to get a burger and fries and a Dr Pepper. And so yeah, I guess I, I do. But it's specific. It has to be. I'm not stopping it at the chains, but like Whataburger gets my.
2: So what's the difference between what a burger in Texas and what a burger here?
1: I don't really under. I, you can look it up. Uh, both of them, I think, are acknowledged on Wikipedia. and wow. I if I remember correctly, it's what do they call it when like two things develop? in in an isolation and they just come it's like (laughs)
0: convergent evolution or Uh, something something. it's like convergence
1: yeah I don't (laughs) and I feel like they have some sort of agreement like you were talking about with the tempe dudes like whatever they will never mess with each other's
0: yeah i think um, in science they call it simultaneous discovery sometimes like when two like when they someone's like oh i figured this out and someone else didn't they weren't working together at all and it was just like we can't really say that one came from the other uh
2: whataburger and roy's big burger are related
0: oh are they, like, in-laws? cousins? Uh, loosely affiliated. Oh, loosely affiliated. That's interesting. I've still never been to the Roy's Big Burger, but there's always a yeah. crowd and a line.
2: Serving a similar, if not identical, menu.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I heard that the onion rings are excellent, though, at Roy's Big Burgers. I'm not a fan of Roy's. Mm. Controversial to say mean things about the restaurants on this podcast. <laughs> 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 Edit it out. Okay. <laughs> Um, I just don't want Roy to, to come and get us. He probably lives in Lakeside. He's probably so scary. <laughs> he probably has, a, like, a dog chained out back. <laughs> Did you think? <laughs> just, like, like, a man Roy that lives in Lakeside. This is mean. Um, that made me think of... Yeah, I feel like that's maybe a common thread with all of my other... Like, within the grad school cohort or grad school people in general. Like, no one would eat fast food, um, really, except for, like, me. And, like, I remember, like, but, like, bumping into you sometimes and, like, having Chick-fil-A and wanting to be, like, don't tell me when I have this. (laughs) Because I was, like, also embarrassed, but I was also, like, there's one on campus, I can eat it. And I wasn't eating a lot of Taco Bell back then.
2: What changed your love for Taco Bell?
0: I just had never really eaten it that much until I started eating it, like, during grad school like after that I'm so going you really, to really like people. Taco Bell like I do like Taco Bell like I'll get it yeah I like it I try not to go now because I cause there's one right by my house and if I go in that one I'm just going to be there a couple times a week like when I started going to that Burger King I don't even particularly love Burger King but it was just like it's just right there it's next to the Lowe's I can eat this spicy chicken sandwich Would will be so good I hate Burger King but
2: having all those coupons now I really <laughs> want to go Someone gave us, like, a sheet of coupons for oh, Burger King. Well, how can you not? Exactly. <laughs>
0: oh, I forgot to bring the other ones. Tom, I got so many KFC coupons in the mail. Oh, no. <laughs> I think people, like, know. I, they know about this podcast, and they just want to send us coupons. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Is there a distinctive Appalachian cuisine that is distinct from maybe Southern cuisine? Or is -hmm.
1: that... Yeah. Uh, Well, I would argue that there is. And um, if you want to hear me rant, this would probably be it.
0: I want to hear it. Um,
1: So, right or wrong in like the levels of attributions scholars make to it, um, there is like this sort of Scottish-Irish heritage in Appalachia. Mm-hmm. And I, I ran a lot about how people make too much of it. You know, no people in Appalachia are not wearing kilts and playing bagpipes and speaking Gaelic. Like it's, it's diffused and changed and altered and evolved, de-evolved, however you want to look at it. But have you eaten food in Scotland? Yes. What did you think of it?
0: Um, I had one really good thing mm-hmm. um, at Glen Eagles, the fancy golf Golf place, which was was kind of like, it was real Scottish food, but it was like, clearly like Scottish food, they tried to elevate type thing. Also had like, pretty like, fairly good food at like, maybe a, a, like a pub, but it seemed very, you know, it was more like British pub food than like, distinctly Scottish. They had a few Scottish things on the menu, but it was just like, oh, this is just like, Maybe like even like just like Pan British European food. Sure. Like that kind of thing. Inoffensive. And then um, everything else we had when we were there was trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was trash. It's but where was
1: your it's where your casserole comes from. Yeah. It's like we, we, we're making mush for you. Here's mush. Yeah. We might put some salt on it, but this is mush
0: enough to the point it was like not good and very like not flavorful enough to the point where I was like there was pizza at one of those small places open and I was like I'm getting this pizza it was the worst pizza I've ever eaten but still but still I was like <laughs> this is not what I was eating before it was like weird it was like they didn't know that pizza it was like imagine if a Scottish person who had maybe only heard of pizza was making pizza and that's what this pizza was it was like maybe the maybe the sauce was ketchup like yeah, poof. yeah that kind of thing it was just like which I don't understand because it's not like I went back in time it's still, like, they have the internet and modern conveniences in
1: Scotland, I'm you know? I'm pretty sure they make it to taste. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I've had, like... They're
0: like, let's make this bland. <laughs> I've had chain
1: pizza in Scotland, and it is not the yeah. chain pizza here, and it's on that tip. It's like, this is this is I tomato think, soup. You put tomato soup on them. That's your sauce. Think,
0: and we were only there for maybe four days. I think I went to Nando's, because there, there was a Nando's chain there. Um, I think I went to Nando's, like, three times, because I was like, this is good. It's flavorful, but it's like, that's not Scottish at all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they make that that kind of um, culinary practice made it over, and so, you see that in Appalachia. Like boiled things. <laughs> it's boiled, flavorless, and there's some. I mean, it's salt and fat. We'll give you salt and fat, but anything else is. I mean, I'll be blunt about it. Like in Southern cuisine in general, and this is where you get into the barbecue wars. Mm-hmm. God bless. Black people for, like, fixing (laughs) what can be fixed in Southern cuisine. Uh, Because if, like, white people in the South are left to their own devices, you just end up with some, like, hog slop. And that comes from Scotland. And you see that more in Appalachia. It's kind of like if you get into barbecue wars, like Appalachian barbecue, if there is such a thing, it's tomato-based. Yes. And you can have good tomato-based barbecue, Mm -hmm. like Texas barbecue. God bless the, you know... Latino influence mm-hmm. on, on Texas and how that can happen, um, but it's like ketchup. Like, like, let's put ketchup on this barbecue, and then you get into like sort of like the mid South area, and that's like the vinegar based mm-hmm. stuff, which is fine. And then you get into like more like the low country South Carolina and that's where you get your mustard base, which I consider yeah. like heaven. Mm-hmm. I will eat the hell out of mustard base stuff.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I don't think I didn't realize until like not too long ago. And just since we've even, since we've been talking to so many people about how much I appreciate like low country, Southern food All in is, general. It's, that
1: That's,
2: that's I the like, good stuff. Yeah, that, that's food to me.
0: Yeah. yeah, just because I, I think I want like, it's. An interesting kind of combination of lots of different mm-hmm. things, depending on like where you are, and also I think just because Low Country there's so much seafood, which I think like seafood you can get away with like maybe not having as much spice on things because you can just steam things and they're delicious and flavorful too. There's like some like the Low Country boil mm-hmm. type uh, stuff and, like I want to eat that like all yeah. I could eat that every day, yeah. Yeah. not that there, there aren't good things in like every iteration i think of southern food but i think that would maybe be my favorite unless we're gonna maybe pick out something like louisiana style because oh, being go, separate yeah yeah. Um, yeah um
1: but yeah you you appalachian cuisine is is i don't there's i mean like you get stuff like biscuits and stuff okay like a good cat's head biscuit you know i mean a
0: cat's head biscuit
1: it's the game. biscuit is as big as a cat's head,
0: and they call it, and that's just it's the name there. And that it's is a, big a big ass big biscuit, biscuit. Yeah. and sure, yeah.
1: that that's awesome, like a big fatty lardy, yeah, buttermilk biscuit. I think they're very delicious. That's delicious. Mm-hmm. I I can't front on that, but then it's what you put on it. Do you slather it with some like weak ass gravy? Um, it, it can go badly from there. Um And the desserts, you know, desserts, the German chocolate cake as done in the region you know that kind of stuff that can be great but um just no spice no flavor no no complexity um many of that 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 has its origins i'm I'm convinced in like scottish irish cuisine and i I tell this story and i'm not mentioning names one of my best scottish friends came and visited me here and she could not handle Heinz ketchup she oh, can, really? It's she like, legit there's like complained flavorful. that yeah. Heinz ketchup was too spicy. Mm-hmm. Really? And I could not wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is... Do what?
0: Yeah, it must be very much all relative, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, we can't rule out, like, there are people that are very picky eaters. Oh, in sure. The world. Sure, yeah. Sure.
2: When you make biscuits, or growing up making jelly biscuits at oh yeah yeah for
1: real yeah for sure
2: butter or lard
1: oh it had to be lard yeah really I mean people switched the butter, you know once you started getting the whole cholesterol gonna kill you thing in the eighties or whatever then people would tr- maybe kind of switch but oh yeah I mean I can't my grandmother I remember she would get it she would have a lard I mean it was like right off the pig that pig was like breathing Whoa, the that's day before cool. and she'd be like scraping it you know kind of cheese mm-hmm. gratering mm-hmm. it into the oh, skillet. Man. And it was so good, yeah. I mean, popping, you should be like, sti- and I actually, yeah, several times I got the shit burned out of it, yeah. <laughs> just getting too close and that stuff popping and crackling. Um, but yeah, I was picking up cracklings too. That's another thing I actually like is you, know, you do cornbread with cracklings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like pig belly, like the fat from pig pig's belly. okay, that sounds
0: delicious. And they're like
1: these nice, chewy little morsels of Is It just like a
0: pork brine, but more meaty. Yeah. Kinda, okay. Like a pork belly almost.
1: It, it it pretty much is pork, pork belly. belly. Yeah, but just I, something else magical is I feel like it.
0: we just like re- made pork belly a fancy thing when it used to just be like not a fancy it used to be thing. This, this shit. I yeah. Like, just like this thing that you'd eaten It used to be
1: your collagen that you put on yeah. something. It's like let me
0: Yeah, but I can't like carry that out of my purse. <laughs> I guess I could try. Although that collagen is bovine. It's from a cow. We
2: need uh flamin' hot pork rinds.
0: Oh, I don't think I have any right now
2: did they even make them? Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, they're not like flaming hot Cheetos brand pork rinds, but they make hot ones. Yeah, they're like, like hot that. pork yeah. rinds, yeah. I used to, when I was doing keto, I used to eat them all the time. I've never eaten a pork rind in my life before that, but I ate a lot. Of, I would make pork rind nachos. Yeah.
2: I've always thought about doing that, but I thought it'd be too crazy. Because at work, we like we would fry pork rinds to order, and I always thought about like dropping a few extra so I could make pork rind nachos. Oh, I was like, that's... That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I, I think
1: would, that's a winning idea. I would do that I, I
2: would do anything. that
0: as mm. as like just dinner, like once a week probably. What
2: would you put on? Them?
0: Just like a lot of things you put on on nachos. Like cheese and um onions and you can even do like some tomato, a little some bit Kidney
1: beans maybe, or red beans, something mm. like
0: that. I wouldn't do the beans because of keto. keto. But oh. but yeah, and then so sal- I really like sour cream, so sour cream is a thing and I would probably put too much of. Yeah. No such thing as too much southern. Yeah, but I think you can maybe get pork rind nachos at lunch or su- and supper in town. They have good pork rinds there, and they make them there. Really, really. I didn't know they had. Yeah, pork rinds. They, they they and they're good. But yeah, now I like a pork rind. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. I think I became southern.
1: Do you look for hairs on them though? They're frequently, they they didn't get all they did I do. I mean, but I'm also not that
0: concerned. Like, you know what I mean? Which is probably gross, but I'm not that concerned. Because I, I just start thinking about how much of my hair I've probably eaten in my life. That's gross. It's like but, climbing, like
2: a feather on a chicken wing. Like, I'm not going yeah, to get gonna mad like, about it. I'm just yeah. going to either
0: pluck it off or eat it. Someone is not, yeah, someone was not paid enough. So I'm not going to be upset over it.
1: My dad loves pork rinds and he used to torture my mom when I was a kid. Like, she thinks they're disgusting. And you find the ones with the hairs on them and be like... And she be like... Eh, I don't think either of my parents
0: would eat them. I think they would be like, that's <laughs> disgusting. But my mom also thought pizza rolls were really gross. I made those pizza rolls and she was like... Wow. Why would you do that? What, is, what are these?
2: People eat these things.
0: Yeah, she was like, what But what are they? But why? And other people are going to eat them? <laughs>
1: Deuce or Hellman's? Man, that's, that's almost like barbecue. And <laughs> um, Honestly, I think I grew up with Hellman's. I can't really? lie. I think that's what's in my fridge. And, I, you know, again, me getting fancy, it's like I got the olive oil Hellman's mm-hmm. in my refrigerator. Because I do so like making cornbread use, with mayonnaise. Yeah. That comes out really good. Um, I started doing that when I make cornbread. Just instead of eggs, like put up unholy glob of mayonnaise in it. Oh, and I've never
0: Instead done that. Eggs? Yeah, it comes like out really... I think do that with a cake. Uh, well, it comes out
1: really moist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And yeah, maybe sometimes you want heavy-duty, dense down. cornbread, but... Um, that
2: sounds
1: awesome. Yeah. yeah. But no, I know that there are a lot of Dukes aficionados. I mean, There's no deaths to Dukes. It's just, I think, Hellman's was what was in the fridge. I feel like there was one called Blue Bonnet or something. I'm trying to remember the name. There was one. It had like a little... Blue edging on it, little like gingo almost looking hmm. like, bluebell, blue bonnet, something like that that there was some stuff, probably it all went away by the time I was ten, but some of that deep you know shop right in the backwoods, kind of <laughs> brands that they might still exist in some like tiny corner of Kentucky or something. Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: Out of
1: you or Sims, who cooks more generally? Um, it's Right now, it's probably 50 50. I mean, there have been times where I think it's more me just because she's so busy and mm-hmm. um, I have more you know, faculty schedules, all that stuff. I have more time to actually do something up. Um, but she likes to cook a lot. Yeah, 50 mm-hmm. 50 on that tip. Um, and don't get me started on like gender roles and cooking, and, um, <laughs> like the whole, like the man must grill. What is it? So, what is so special about the grill that only a penis can approach it? <laughs> like, <Yeah.
0: laughs> I just don't like, like, I like the idea of it, but I realize I don't actually like doing, like, I don't want to stand there doing it in front of this fire. So I'm okay with the dude taking that over, but that's all, that's the only reason why if it was a smoker, I feel like I'd want to be in charge of that. Cause yeah. I feel like yeah, that's my a thing that I'd like to do more of too. But no, I just and some of the other stuff that I think I think women are expected to maybe like baking. I like I just like am like too hard. I don't want to learn. I like cooking and like improvising and like trying to figure out what to do with these ingredients and with baking. I'm like I don't know what I'm doing. This seems to be more exact and it's not going to turn out okay. So that's not a thing that I'll, I don't think I'll have any competency in.
1: I will talk about, yeah, just you sparked a reminder. uh, You talk about, like, experimenting. And I did have a period in my life where I thought I was going to integrate my certain food ways from my youth with, like, my more, for lack of a better word, cosmopolitan tastes. (laughs) And I really tried that only once. And it was taking venison, fresh out the woods, like, that my dad had killed. And I was like, I'm going to make a stir fry out of this. Oh. I'm tired of eating it like, and they'll ruin it. Like venison is a beautiful meat, ass, exceptional meat. And hillbillies will destroy it. They will just desecrate it. So I was like, I'm going to save it. I'm going to make stir fry out of it. And where I messed up, it might work if you had like fresh, unadulterated venison. But my grandmother, God love her, she does this thing where she boils it. Boils venison
0: mm-hmm. with
1: like this kind of allspice stuff. Okay. And it's only redeeming usage, and this is barely, is they make kind of like venison nuggets. Like she'll dip it in like flour and oh. like deep fry it. And so after you it's boiled after it's boiled. After it's boiled and seasoned. So you have these like hunks of venison. And it's okay, because it's like the backstrap. It's like the it's like the finest cut of mm-hmm. venison. But let's cut it up in little pieces put some kind of shitty store vault spice on <laughs> it and boil you know boil it. And then we'll deep fry it later. And it's it's okay. I will eat it. But it's it's a tragedy. And I had used she 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 cans it. She puts it in mason jars oh, yeah. and like all cans it. And my family like the men in my family for some reason they're I say men not the gender, it's just like we don't for some reason genetically we don't produce it's like they're all men. My grandmother's like surrounded by men. Really? Um And, um, every day they covet it, you know, there's always like a half dozen mason jars of like floating venison chunks. (laughs) and they always offer me some and I take it and I tried to make a stir proud of it and it was just vile. It was (laughs) one of the worst kitchen disasters I've ever had and that, that cured me of trying to save any of that, um... Now I'll try and get to it first, if there's a dead deer that's been taken out, <laughs> like I'm like, no, 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 give me that. Just, yeah,
0: just. <laughs> I think try it prepared in different, I think every venison I've ever had has been, um ground in some way, which is and It tasted yeah. fine, but like I felt like maybe there's like, You know, I wouldn't have been able to... It was, like, in a baked ziti. I feel like it could have just easily been beef. You know what I mean? Hmm. It didn't really taste very different. Or I've also had, like, venison sausage, but then that also had, like, seasonings in it, too. So I'm like, I couldn't really give you a good idea of, like, what the meat really tastes like. Well, a lot of those instances,
1: too, they add, because venison is so lean. Yeah. That they end up adding, like the sausage probably actually I'm sure had it has pork yeah. or fat in it, and the yeah. probably had beef fat in it yeah, to like probably. It together. Or
0: they probably mixed um, some beef in there too. And that's
1: yeah. tragic. It's like no, it's like I would it, like, let like it to try it, see what it is like. Yeah, it's weird that it was in a Like I feel
0: like
2: that, like
1: yeah, I haven't heard of that. that that's I don't that know
2: just why. Destroys the
0: venison completely. I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: really know why. I think
1: that was. But you can still experiment, you know, like maybe throw some horseradish up on it. Maybe like, you know, yeah. some of these like really uh, ginger, you know, venison ginger or something like that. Like
0: Venison also seems like a thing that would be good in a stew, like a very hardy uh, yeah. stew. Yeah, it it's can, like, yeah right? I've it's actually, actually made, made that, slow that before cook, and it's pretty good. Slow cooker yeah, yeah. it. Um, maybe if I get some that's I'll try that. It. I like anything that I can do in a crock pot. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I love my little crock pot. I, just,
2: I wish I had at least one more crock pot. So I could, like, cook every day, but not have to clean a crock pot every day. Yeah, that does suck.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But couldn't you just buy a new, the inside of it? Several so, well, more of the inside, of the same size? Uh, I guess, guess so. That's a good idea. They also sell those liners, actually. They do sell liners. I should buy those. That's a good idea. Because the crockpot cake that I made is still sitting in the crockpot, all dried out and gross, which is gross. Uh, a week. Ago. Uh, it wasn't a week ago. It was like a couple days ago, though. But it, luckily, it was so dried out and not turned out. It's not like it's getting a bit moldy. It's like a hard cookie. <laughs> I have two
2: slices of pizza in my microwave from almost a week ago. So actually, oh my god! I
0: shouldn't say Oh my god.
2: I could just very easily throw it away because I use
1: my microwave daily. And I just take them out, put them on the stove, and then put
0: them back in the microwave. I guess it's kind of sealed. I mean... I wonder, like, <laughs> what is your... Because you, you don't live alone. Like, what does your roommate do when he uses... Does he just take them out and go And then just puts them back in? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think at this point, you'll, you two are just playing a game to see who will throw them away first. <laughs> That's funny. Ah. Oh, I feel like I, I had a question, and now I'm blanking. Oh, here's a good one. Say people are coming over for a dinner, a party. What do you make to impress them?
1: Ouch. <laughs> uh, what do I make to impress them? Well, back, I haven't done this in a while, but I know it's really simple, Cause I actually applied for a job once at a university, and they asked me that, like the last question. Was, really? Like, what would you bring to a potluck? What
0: a stressful it thing was. to ask! It Why was. would they ask that? I'm like freaking out it, a it little did. bit. They
1: were. It was like we like to we like to eat around here, so we have potlucks a oh, lot. Oh,
0: so it wasn't even just like a icebreaker getting. No, it was no, like It was really the, la- like, it was we the need, last question. We need to know uh, if you'll fit in here. So, like, what can you make? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and I felt like my answer was really weak, but it would be this I actually. From a, I make a really good from scratch salsa.
0: Okay.
1: Really good. Like I, I have That's taken it to faculty
0: potlucks.
1: Exactly. And yeah. I have taken it to faculty potlucks before and that shit has just been destroyed. Like it's gone and like, so I'm like, okay, I can make a mean salsa. So I would probably try and bring that out of retirement. I and mean, I haven't done it in okay, a while. Wow. Like, yeah, from scratch, I mean like, like, you know, bowl the tomatoes, like all that stuff. Like start from, from scratch. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do a pretty good, like, mustard barbecue. Um, mm-hmm. I've done that from scratch before. Um, if I had some venison, I'd probably try and cook what's just to be... I mean, I don't know. It's one of those, like, sort of hillbilly guilty pleasures is, like, in a more innocuous way. Like, let me introduce you to something. You know, I, I killed this Yes, this, this, yeah. this thing was out there. I sat in a tree stand, and, like, <laughs> I, I pretty much, you know, not quite my bare hands, but, like... Um, it, it, it breathed its last in front of me, and yeah. um, I want you to hear, like, eat Bambi. I don't um, know. And see how delicious he is. I don't
0: know if, if it were a faculty potluck that everyone would appreciate it the way I would because of politics and academia. They'd be like, hunting, what? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, there's always yeah the I would be team. absolutely impressed.
0: If I to impress someone, I would definitely text your wife first and be like, Sims, what should I make? Because she would come up with something great and doable. Because that's
1: the kind of person she She does. She she, (laughs) she, she, her range is amazing, and and actually, she if we were having a dinner party, she would take over, and I would definitely be down with that. (laughs) I mean, that's what I. That's what I thought. I might make one thing. I would get to make one thing, and (laughs) that would be that would be fine for for everyone.
0: Even oh, and I've talked about this before that I don't really like salads. But even some salads, I'm like, the salad is delicious.
1: Yeah, she goes in. She goes on salads. She does. She's like on the cranberry, fancy cheese, nuts tip with the salad. It's all you eat in a salad, if you ask me. Just nuts, cranberries, fancy cheese. Yep, blue cheese or goat cheese. Yep. Hmm. Not like blue cheese. Still goat
2: cheese. I love.
1: Um, I had wondered about you mentioning, going back a little bit with the allergies. Like, I have actually... I, I love goat cheese, and a couple times I've eaten it, it's made me itchy. That's
2: interesting. And it makes me
1: wonder if it's not the goat cheese itself. It's like what the goat ate, you know, goats eat It anything. could be that, oh, yeah. could So, like, that. did this goat get up in some poison ivy and eat the that hell out of be, it? That could be,
0: because they um, <laughs> can't, because they can eat poison ivy. Yeah. yeah. and they actually like it, apparently. Yeah,
1: yeah, so maybe... Goats are
0: wild. Because I've had
1: it plenty of times and just been like, oh, delicious goat cheese, no big deal. But a couple times, it's like, mmm, I got something itchy. I've on.
0: also had some friends who, they contend that it is what we're doing to our animals, um that is causing reactions. Like, I had a friend who, like, couldn't really handle a lot of cheese, but even bread would, like, upset her stomach um, in America. But she would go to Europe, and she, like, in be in France, and she's like, I could eat everything, no problem. I didn't even have a stomach. You never know what's in and, there. And she was like, I think it's because in France they have stricter rules, and almost all the breads are not, um they're not, like, quick leavened. Like, they're leaving you know, they, they do all that other, like, kind of leavening. Um, they don't add those, like, fake leavening agents or whatever. Yeah. And she said, I think just think it's, like, easier in my digestion system and I just and they don't have, like the, like, the growth hormones and the milk and those kind of things, um, which is interesting because I was like, I never thought about it like that.
1: But do you remember the whole mad cow thing? Yes. Because, like, that happened while I was there. Ah. And I remember when I came back, He's like, you couldn't donate blood. Like, yes, they were like, that's you know, true. You couldn't had, donate um, blood for a Like a couple years. A long time. Or, yeah, it was like, have if you, if you visited the United Kingdom in the past however many years? Mm-hmm. And if you're like, yes, we are like, no, no blood for you. Yeah. Um,
0: I thought Mad Cow would be a bigger deal than it is. I mean, people who have it, it's horrible horrific. But the way I remember when that was like a news story and maybe it's because I was a little kid being terrified. I was like, Nope, we're all going to get this. We're all going to have that cow. Not eating any beef. No
1: crimes. <laughs> I mean, they're scary, but I mean, that's mm-hmm. like, if you look in the news recently, um, well, fairly recent. like they've had public health warnings about people eating squirrels in yeah. Eastern Kentucky. Cause if you eat squirrel brains, it's, it's a bad cow like mm-hmm. disease that it's in the nervous system of squirrels and people are getting it, you know, very, very rarely, but it happens um in places where people eat squirrels like eastern kentucky um it's a mad squirrel disease. Mad squirrels yeah
0: and there's that disease you can get if you don't cook your rabbit enough
1: probably the same thing <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: no i think that's a little different i think rabbit fever is a different thing where like you have to that's why rabbit
2: fever sounds so cute
0: yeah <laughs> but i don't you get, like you don't turn into like it sounds like you turn into like a bunny But I don't think you talk Uh, to a bunny. That's not what happens. (laughs) I think you, like, are very sick. Yeah. But I think that's any rabbit that's, like, a wild rabbit could have it. And then you have to cook it thoroughly. I wanted to bring that up. We have a friend who has a bunny that was on the podcast. But, I mean, it was her pet bunny, so I didn't bring up anything about eating rabbits.
1: Um, I had a pet bunny as a kid that was saved from the, like, he was... My dad, I wanted a pet bunny. My dad got me a pet bunny, but he got him Aww. from the, you know, if, if I had not he, gotten him. He, he would, have have food. <laughs> yeah. would have been food, yeah. He would have been food, so.
0: Yeah. They are an animal. I know they're really cute, and I like them a lot. They, they are an animal, though, to me that doesn't read as a pet. It reads as, like, this is food <laughs> that, you, that you're deciding to keep as a pet.
1: Yeah, yeah they're, they're not particularly interactive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I know some people probably have rabbits that do tricks and whatever. Yeah. But. They're
0: very cute. Anything else? I asked all my
1: big questions. Have you talked about Jamaican cuisine at any point? We have. Because even there talked are multiple Jamaican restaurants down in the Tri Cities, and I'm i haven't been to them yet really i
0: have not really been to as many i went to the one that is close to vcu campus Mm -hmm. is that jamaica house Mm -hmm. yes and i thought it was really good i thought it was very close to kind of the same kind of cooking that my parents do um for the most part i thought it was really good really flavorful and like very inexpensive um yeah, the only thing which I realized now, I was thinking, I was like, why is there so much cabbage on everything? But like, I think there is just cabbage in Jamaican food, and that's that is the thing. I think I just don't like cabbage, so my parents wouldn't make it that much. Uh-huh. And so it's like, you that's know what I mean? It's not like a funny thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's like yeah I think that's why, because I, I realized like now there's like, yeah, my my mom would definitely. I was like, what is this on the side? It's just a bunch of cabbage. Ugh. Um, yeah, that's one that I just, I do not care for cabbage unless it's like corned beef and cabbage. Oh Paul Paul, where's your favorite falafel place? I know that oh, you're, falafel, yeah, you're a, fla- a falafel. Paul is a falafel connoisseur.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know that they reopened. I don't know haven't since I moved out of Richmond. Um but that place that was in Kerrytown, um Donor Kebab. Donor kebab. Which I, I think they sold it. I think the, the family or the people that owned it. I don't know if it's still... They were trying to sell it as an intact restaurant, I mm-hmm. think. But that had the best waffle in Richmond. It rocked my world. They put, like, lemon slices in it or lemon bits nice. in it. It was so good. Um, and actually, like, uh, outside of that, I like... Um, shoot. Harrison Street. Harrison Street. Oh, yeah. is really, really good. The um, coffee shop. The, the coffee shop, shop yeah. yeah. They, they, I don't know what they do, but they do it, um, they do it really well. Yeah. Um, but then if we're getting, like, outside of our geographic region, the Pita House in Greenville, South Carolina, where my wife is from, it's run by a Palestinian-American family, and they have some exceptional, um, their falafel's really good, too. So, but, yeah, I, I, there's a bunch of, I've got a falafel shit list, too. But I'm, know, know, we're not trying to. falafel trash, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not trying to be negative. Um. Cool. Cool. All right. Cool. Thank
0: you.
2: This episode is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org.